0: 1450 AM WKXL, 103.9 FM in the capital region, 101.9 FM, booming into the Manchester area. It is in touch with Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here. Uh, great, uh, great opportunity to have you with us and sharing some thoughts here on uh, this radio session, this, this uh, hour of radio magnificence here. On WKXL.
1: If you do say so yourself. If
0: I do say so myself. (laughs) It's always a lot of fun. And sometimes informative. Always entertaining. So, Jane Cormier, what is on your mind today?
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Let's see. I I think that probably the big thing is the... If we're going to talk big topic of the day.
0: Big topic of the day. It
1: has to be that on this day... Russia invaded Ukraine. And the second big talk of the day is probably um, the oil situation because of that. And what's going to happen now that, that that has happened? So yeah. I think everybody's talking about that right now.
0: That is a, a huge concern. Uh, I mean, we're certainly concerned with those people in Ukraine. Sure. But, you know, to be realistic about it, probably more concerned as to what is going to uh, take place with our economy in the United States. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, we are dependent on many foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada, uh, I hate to call them a foreign country, but, you know, they I mean, they're right above us. But they are. But we, we are dependent on them to quite a bit of an extent. But you don't mind that so much. But being dependent on countries like Russia, for example, and even Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and the list goes on and on. Do you have that list over there that you were referring to just a short time ago? Yeah. How dependent we are on other countries when at one time in the not-too-distant past, as you will recall,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we were energy independent yeah. in this country.
1: Wow hard to believe that we're in this position right now, because as of 2020, the BP Statistical Review of World Energy um, had America way ahead of everyone at 11.3 BPD. You know, Canada, however, is, I believe, our first. Uh, that's the first market that gets us our oil. It's the biggest market for us. Um, so there's the whole world market which is what we just said but as far as our country as of late 2021 mm-hmm. the US was importing 8.5 million barrels per day from from all other countries okay we're borrowing 8.5 but remember before the keystone pipeline was closed right we were bringing in 11 think about that yeah think about that what a like How do you even go there? How do you even get to that spot? So out of that 8.5, we get our top supplier, it says Canada. And then it goes to um, Mexico is second, Russia is third, and Saudi Arabia would be fourth.
0: According to data from uh, S&P Global Platts Trade Flow Analytics. I won't get any deeper than that. But that's uh, one study that was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, Russian crude and uh, product shipments accounted for 11% of the total U.S. imports between January and October of 2021, according okay. to data from the U.S. Energy Information Department. Imports of Russian crude and products averaged 704,300 barrels per day in this period. hmm so, and so
1: for folks listening, what does that mean? I mean, really, for lay folk.
0: Right. Basically, which, which I am, for w- sure.
1: No, you're really not. You're uh. a lot more than lay folk. You're on top of this stuff. But um, for the lay folk, what, what has happened is within one administration, one and a half years or so, right, mm-hmm. of this administration, they shut down. they shut down our ability to produce oil for ourselves. And the far reaching implication of that, not only does it hurt our economy, not only is it going to hurt our pocketbooks directly, immediately now, but it also sent a message to other countries beyond the fact. I mean, we can have the debate that we're in a weak diplomatic place right now, uh, but they know we don't have our own oil right now. <laughs> Right. Right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. So
1: how do you make plans now that Russia has invaded Ukraine and we have Russia on doing business with America for all these million barrels of oil? Right. What sanctions? What sanctions are they talking
0: about? Yeah, There are some uh, economic sanctions, but uh, I have the feeling that Vladimir Putin isn't shaking in his boots or losing sleep. No. over the sanctions that have been implemented by the biden administration he's
1: got them by then he's got us by the neck and he knows yeah. it because oh, yeah. all he has to do is either cut it off or make the price skyrocket yeah and of course he would do that and this was all done because of our weak president and his administration weak, weak, weak. and the whole world knows it and now we have the the time where russia wants to enlarge their their borders now of course and they're yeah. going to go into Ukraine knowing that they have us. And thank you.
0: Yeah, you know, many say that uh, Vladimir Putin wants to, uh, you know, get the Soviet Union back. Uh, back again. Of course, put it all back together again, like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. And uh, and he, you know, he's on knows? his way. He is. He is definitely on his way. Definitely on his way. Uh, so it's a scary situation from. Uh, you know, a, a standpoint of, uh, you know, war, and but also in terms of our economy, because as oil prices go up, the stock market correspondingly goes down. Right. And uh, our economy is going to take a brutal hit. If you think things are expensive now uh, when you go to the grocery store, they're certainly expensive when you go to the gas pump. Right. Uh, more expensive than uh, who knows when. Uh, probably ever at the grocery store. Yeah. But if you think it's bad now, it can only get worse.
1: Right, because the gas is what gets people people their their need their need for food for for whatever they might, you know, have a need for clothing, for you name it. Yeah. All comes through trucks. And the trucking yeah. is going to take a big hit, and of course they're going to have to pass on Those expenses to to Mm. truck in this country, which is how we get most of our goods right now.
0: Yeah. Trucks and trains and and you name it. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be be brutal. I mean, it really and truly is. And we can look right to the Oval Office because there's no doubt that Vladimir Putin has been waiting for this moment. Totally. Yeah.
1: Totally. I mean, you know, we know he's a despot. We know that he's a politically deranged kind of guy, dictator, right? And he's smart. Um, KGB taught him well, right? He's sitting there seeing where the weaknesses lie. But, you know, beyond even that, you can even take this beyond whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Why would anybody that loved this country shut down our ability to be independent, of foreign, like what we're going to see right now, of foreign tactics hurting our country. Just throw the money away, right? What? Why would any president do that? Weaken our country to the point that now its citizenry is going to have to pay the price.
0: Well, we know that Joe Biden, uh, who used to be, you know, perceived anyway as kind of a moderate mm. when he was in the Senate, Uh, Well, he is certainly the puppet of the far left wing of the Democratic Party. Right. There's no doubt about that. So
1: people have that. What is the? So tell me, why do they do it? Do they do it because they believe in climate change so much? Do you really think they believe in that? I sometimes wonder, you know, do they really think, oh, the world's going to end? How many dates have we have in my lifetime where, oh, my God oh, my God, you know, don't look to the sky, Chicken Little, because it's all going to fall in, right? Never happens. That's Nothing exactly it. ever happens. That's
0: exactly
1: it. So you really think it's that? You you don't think it's you deliberately what, to make us weak?
0: You know, a, a few years ago when uh, AOC drew up the Green New Deal, <laughs> every, everybody thought that, oh, my God, this is a pipe dream. This is, a, <laughs> it's a, this is never going to happen. But you know what? A lot of elements... Of what she wrote two and a half years ago, whatever it was now, mm. a lot of them are coming to fruition. Maybe.
1: She didn't write it either. She's not bright well, enough. Somebody not. told well, her.
0: Well, it was like it was like a, a second grader would have written it. Right. Uh, because there was, uh, you know, nothing was really based in fact. Mm-hmm. And it was just high in the sky, you know, stupidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, she, uh, you know, was uh, is credited anyway. Yeah. We don't know how That's much. That's right. You know, she actually did it. Right. We all laughed. But it was just, yeah, it was laughable. Mm. But now so many of these things are, you know, virtually coming to fruition in some way, shape or form. Yeah.
1: So do you really think I mean, I'm I'm interested. Do you think that they're doing it for the climate change or do you think that there is a portion of government officials that believe that America must be weak in order for one world to work together? right? If if we're the number one superpower, right, we're going to have more influence than we quote deserve. And by weakening that power, we now level the playing field, which we know is progressive politicking. That's everything that they ever talk about is leveling the playing field, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And to me, I, I know that folks think, oh, that's so crazy. But Stop to think about what happened. It it can't be just about climate change. You're making uh, your 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 citizenry poorer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't think they care about that. I I really don't think they care about that. Uh, obviously, they huh? don't.
1: No, they don't. I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just and,
1: wonder. I guess we'll never know, right? Because they'll never tell well, us. I'll
0: tell you. We'll we'll find out pretty quickly in November. Uh, you know uh, how the American people. Yeah. Feel about what's going on.
1: That that because I think
0: if, is good. if if we <laughs> thought you know there was going to be a a, a Republican uh, majority in the uh, Senate and uh, in the House of Representatives uh, following the midterm elections in November, if we <laughs> thought that, uh, well, it's going to be even more of a majority than we ever uh, felt possible.
1: Well, I uh, I can I have to say I hope so because we're now so far down the hole unless we put some major impetus in folks to try to write this train we're about to go off the cliff and yeah. and and it's inexplicable to me <laughs> uh, politics aside how do you do that to your country how do you so weaken every aspect of the country you know the the truth is is that this whole oil thing of course you know has the the effect in this country since we are the superpower right now. I mean, some say it's China, but I think America worldwide is still, you know, considered to be the one power, right? I'd well, like to
0: think so. I think I, so. I'd like to think so, but uh, I, I tell you what, we have been certainly weakened over the last 14 months. We
1: have. We have. Sure. We've definitely been weakened. Yeah. But don't forget that while we're talking oil, Russia can get away with less oil. Russia only uses approximately 3.2 billion a day. America, this country, uses 17, it says, 0.2 million barrels. We are the by far the largest consumer of oil. And, you know, so Russia can play this game. They They're not hurt the same way as we are. The next one is Saudi Arabia, who uses 3.5, but we use five times more than those two.
0: Yeah. And I, I know the administration uh, and uh, those involved with the administration uh, is, is right now, they're looking to make uh, a deal with Iran for great. oil. That's yeah. great. Yeah, right. That exactly. is great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's let's just, I mean, wow. Yeah. 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 Well, there's speechless on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some talking heads, this article says, that have suggested that there could be a $5 to $20 premium on oil prices if I, I Russia don't invades.
0: It. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm reading from a website called spglobal.com, uh, and this uh, was written uh, a week or so ago. and said the growing importance of Russia's crude to U.S. refiners underscores the challenge facing U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in negotiations mm-hmm. with his counterpart, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Larov. Uh, Set to resume next month as the two sides attempt to resolve tensions over the buildup of Russian troops on the Ukrainian border, as well as Moscow's requests for security guarantees from NATO. But this is already taking place now. I mean, the invasion has happened. And do you remember maybe a month or so ago when when Biden said, we'll have to see what kind of an invasion this is? (laughs) Crazy, yeah. If it's only a a a small... Invasion. (laughs) Yeah. Then we'll, you know, we'll play it by ear, so to speak. Crazy man. Yeah. Yeah. It says Russian exports to the U.S. have increased in recent years, primarily as a result of U.S. sanctions against Venezuela. Previously, U.S. refiners were particularly reliant on heavy and sour Venezuelan crude, which in some cases is quite similar to Russian medium sour oil. Hmm. The tense Ukraine situation and rising geopolitical risks in the Middle East have partly pushed oil prices higher in recent weeks and led a number of banks to increase their price forecasts. Uh, Someone, uh, Platts, assessed that Russia's key crude grade, which is called Urals, U-R-A-L-S, at uh, $88.34 per barrel January 20th up 30 percent since December 20th.
1: So it's coming. They know it's coming. So tell me, what logically would you do if you were president and this was happening? We have the world falling apart. Oil is at the center of a lot of it. And and we have shut down. Wouldn't you think to open them back up? Because we know the refinery is going to take a year to get back on. I'm sure it's
0: Yep. you don't you flip a, to, a switch. Have to drill as right. much as you possibly can.
1: It's going to take a and while.
0: You have to get the uh, Keystone Pipeline back open, right? Which begins uh, somewhere in Canada, yeah, in Western Canada, uh, and uh, extends to, I believe, somewhere in Nebraska. I think that's the geographic span of the Keystone Pipeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it pumped uh, a lot of uh, oil into this country. Why
1: don't he, why doesn't he open it up when he sees that we have no political, we have no way to fight Russia's or to put a sanction on Russia as long as they have our they have a, a, a boot on our neck yeah. because they're the number one folk that we're getting oil from. You know, you don't even hear this on Fox News. Have you? Occasionally, I check well, that's, into Fox. That's
0: about the only place you do hear it, I think. Once they in a while, they talk about yeah. barrels. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I
1: I don't listen a whole lot. I'm wondering if if uh, if folks really were more, um, you know, if they understood really what's going on about this whole Russia invasion, um, that it's so much more than well, they'll fight it out over there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what it is.
0: No, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to see the. Uh, Keystone Pipeline uh, says in 2013, this is the only information I can find quickly here. Uh, the first two phases had the capacity to deliver up to uh, 590,000 barrels per day of mm. oil into Midwest refineries. Phase three has capacity to deliver up to 700,000 barrels per day to the Texas Uh, refineries Mm -hmm. so i mean obviously
1: we should be screaming that yeah open it up
0: yeah well i open it up you know i mean that that's just logical yep but it doesn't have to make sense i don't i don't foresee it i i really don't i don't either i I really don't and uh but you know sometimes you you've just got to uh suck it up and uh and get you know you got to Make sure we're drilling as much as we possibly can, and uh, getting that that oil from from Canada because I think that that's where it starts. I think the the uh, Keystone Pipeline starts in Western Canada and pumps through Nebraska, and uh, uh, I believe that's mm. the route that it takes. Yeah, well, yeah. that's great. Yeah,
1: I think that uh, this whole thing is just you know November will be a bloodbath. <laughs> I think November is going to see a total change. In everything but the big house, yeah. Um, Because this is this is going to hurt folks so much that they won't be able to they won't be able to vote for them. How are they going to vote for the progressives if if you know they're paying twenty bucks or or even ten bucks at the at the pump?
0: Yeah, Uh, and you know what? It would not surprise me if we get to that point in the not too distant future, and that's going to have an impact on everything. 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 Well, we will take our first break here. It is In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Great to have you along with us. Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here on AM 1450 WKXL 103.9 in the Capital Region, 1019 FM, booming into the Manchester area and also streaming 24 hours a day, except when there's a Celtics game, at the nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It's In Touch with Kaylen and Cormier. Ken Kale and Jane Cormier here on WKXL and NHtalkradio.com, where you can hear all the past shows of not only this program, but uh, all the other great shows on uh, WKXL as well. The uh, existing Keystone Pipeline, or this was written when it did exist, the existing Keystone Pipeline, uh, runs from oiled sand fields in Alberta, Canada into the U.S., ending in Cushing, Oklahoma. Wow. Huh? From, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, there are those on the left, mainly on the left, who say that it is not good for our environment. Horrible. Yeah.
1: And And we've got the technology to be able to deliver it so that we do not harm. You know, either you believe in the science or you don't. Right. This is why it's so illogical. It's illogical. And and to me, it can't just be about climate change. Mm. It's got to be about the thought that we we don't deserve to be number one. We have to start being brought down to where everyone else is, because that's the only way this will work. This will work properly is if there isn't, you know, a superpower. I, I just don't think it can be as... I mean, even those that prof- profess to die by the climate change have to see the inequity of pushing that right, you know, when it gets bad, when it when when prices are going to go up and when the economies have fail and when co- and countries get taken over, you know, hello? Mm, yeah. It can't just be climate change all the time.
0: Right. It's yeah. got
1: to be something bigger. Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, People aren't going to buy that much longer, yeah. and uh, I think you know you will see the results. I think during the uh, midterm elections, I, I really and truly do. I think it's going to be uh, a complete overhaul of the uh, House of Representatives. But we'll never be able to the get the U.S. Senate.
1: I agree with you, but you know what? He's never going to uh, he's never going to agree to turn the pipeline back on. So how we, uh, even though we flip it, how are we going to get Keystone back online?
0: Yeah, I, it's, it's a good question. It. Uh, it's a good question until. 2024 or 2025, when we get a Republican president back in. And by then. And and I don't think there's any question that uh, we will, (laughs) no matter who it is. No matter who it is. Whether it's uh, Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or uh, Ted Cruz or Governor Sununu, who's on on the short list right now.
1: Hey, he Uh, is?
0: He is. The Washington Post put out a a list recently of potential Republican presidential hopefuls. Holy moly. And he came in number nine ah. out of ten. Wow! Yeah, so uh, he's he's in the mix. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Donald yeah. Trump was a resounding number one.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, uh, came in number two. Right. And I'll I'll try to find the whole list, but certainly Gover- Governor Sununu is at least in that conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, and that was revealed recently. By the uh, Washington Post, so we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, it's going to take a toll on the uh, Democrat Party. And, uh, well, I, I for one, am not upset about that. Mm -mm. But it's, you know, what it took to get there.
1: That's right. What it's going to do to get there. Yeah. Horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, at any rate, we uh, will keep you posted on that, as will the rest of this uh, radio station on uh, events you know concerning uh, russia and the invasion of ukraine because it is an invasion folks it is an invasion and they waited for the precise moment there was uh, one of the uh, leaders in the russian government said months ago months ago that the incursion the invasion whatever you care to call it would be taking place on February 22nd, yeah. 2022. Wow. And when did it take place? February 22nd, 2022. And that was months ago. Yeah. Months ago. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they were right on. They knew what they were doing. They waited for the precise moment when uh, we are in a very weak state mm-hmm. in this country. And they struck. They invaded Ukraine. And, you know, who knows how, how, at this point how far it's going to go. You know, right now they're on the, you know, the eastern edge of Ukraine. But, you know, we shall see how uh, how far it's going to go. And chances are it'll go a lot farther than it already has.
1: Yeah. Oh, listen, you don't amass that many troops, uh, you know, just because. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, but you know, the big thing that um, I haven't heard a whole a lot about, um, you know, I haven't read a lot about it, but it's the um, Ukraine's position in being able to travel the gas and the uh, oil that Russia has. Some are thinking that that's why he's doing it. It's not just to get Soviet Union back, but that the transit mm-hmm. um, travel through Ukraine is critical to get to Europe.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know yeah. if that's true, but...
0: Yeah, I'm sure there were many reasons uh, Mm. behind uh, what they did. And, uh, of course, one of them, maybe right up at the top of the list, would be to hurt the United States of America. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's certainly right up there. Maybe it's not their number one reason for the incursion of uh, Ukraine, but it has to be right up there. Yeah. uh, Without question. Without question. Uh, According to the uh, New Hampshire Journal, uh, the idea of Governor Sununu running for president in 2024 20, may seem far-fetched to some Granite Staters, but political analysts at the Washington Post are taking it seriously. It mm. says in their latest ranking of the top 10 GOP presidential candidates, they put Sununu at number nine, just ahead of former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and behind GOP rising star Governor Glenn Youngkin, the uh, current governor of Virginia. Hmm. The Washington Post's Aaron Blake wrote, and I quote, the New Hampshire governor broke some GOP hearts by declining to run for Senate. He would have been a major recruit in a key race. And since doing so, he has made some pretty interesting comments about the national GOP. Uh, Blake noted that Sununu's anti-DC GOP rhetoric, adding, he has also suggested the party is overzealous in uh, casting out anti-Trump Republicans. That's, of course, a helpful thing to say for a guy running for re-election as governor <laughs> in a swing state. Yeah. But could it also be a national platform? Sununu, in November, demurred about uh, presidential ambitions, emphasizing his 2022 campaign comes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Former President Donald Trump topped the list with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at number two, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley in 3rd place, Donald Trump Jr.
1: Oh, also goodness.
0: made the list wow. at number 5.
1: Holy moly.
0: Interestingly, Sununu made the cut while other more active potential candidates like Florida Senator Rick Scott, Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota, and a former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie did not. Mm. So Sununu beat out those
1: so who are Perhaps. the top
0: 10? Give us 10 to 1. 10 to 1? I, I Do don't have have, I don't have the list, but I'll say you get Trump at number 1. Right. Uh DeSantis at number 2. Okay. Uh South Carolina governor uh, former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley yep. third. Uh Donald Trump Jr was 5. I don't know. Was
1: 4, huh?
0: Uh, I don't know who 4 is. Okay. I don't have the entire list, but we will uh we will try to get it. Hmm. But we just know that uh Trump is number 1. Yeah and Sununu is number 9.
1: Yeah.
0: And there were others in between. So well, well,
1: that would be really interesting if that happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I I don't see it. I I could see Sununu I, don't either. I could see him more at this juncture being a running mate than heading up yeah, the ticket. at
1: the at the very most, I
0: think even you yeah. know. Yeah. No, yeah. I no, I would agree. At the very most, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he does, you know, have some you know, national clout, but certainly I don't think he has the recognition of uh, a few of those names that I mentioned on that list. In fact, most of those names uh, that I read on that list. And it's interesting, they put uh, Donald Trump Jr. in there at number five.
1: Yeah, well, he has a lot of, there's a lot of publicity and, you know, you see him on everywhere right now. So I could see that he might make it. Isn't CPAC happening this week?
0: Is it this weekend? Uh, is it this week? Yeah. Is it,
1: it's all week, isn't it? Is it? Or is yeah. it maybe just four days, I guess? CPEC. I'm going to look it up.
0: Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, uh, it's going to be very, uh, very interesting several months now. Uh, made even more interesting and depressing as well mm. by the actions of uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. But I guess I guess we shouldn't be too surprised. No. By what is taking place, given the weakness of... Of our White House right yeah. now, which is totally. probably as weak as it's been in my lifetime, including Jimmy Carter.
1: Yeah.
0: Including Jimmy Carter. And that's, that's Carter. going some. Yeah. And that is going <laughs> some. But I don't think it's ever been as weak, especially when you consider who the vice president is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, put them both together. Yeah. Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, yes. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's pretty dismal. It is pretty dismal. And uh, the immediate future in this country... Is uh, is bleak? I think. I mean, if you thought the biggest problem we were facing was no major league baseball, yeah, well, you were mistaken, my friend. Oh, that yeah. is not the biggest <laughs> issue right now. Maybe for some of you it is. Yeah. But uh, in the overall scheme of things, I mean, when we see uh, gas prices going up like they are, I mean, you even see them uh, escalating at yeah. places like Sam's Club. Yeah. They're even up. Yeah. They're they're over three thirty now. Uh, as we record this, by the time you hear this, they're probably going to be about 380. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's just everywhere. And uh, it's it, Although, it impacts do you th- everything. Th- everything. Do you think they'll everything go into the strategic re- reserves? Do you think they'll go there? I, I think that's a possibility.
1: But I, they I shouldn't. think that's
0: more of a possibility than, uh, you know, drilling know, crazy. Uh, to the max and reopening the pipeline. You know, all of which... Is going to take time. It's not going right. to happen immediately, right? Anyway,
1: but for the psychology of the whole thing, for the co- for the country to know that it's it would happen and it would be on its way, could assuage an awful lot of stress on the folk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they at least knew that that was in the
0: yeah. in the future, but, right? But I don't but see it happening. But it's not going to. I don't. Either. I don't see it happening. Yeah. I really and truly don't. This is in touch. With Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here on 1450 AM WKXL, 1039 in the capital region, 1019 FM in Manchester, streaming at nhtalkradio.com. You can find all the past editions of this show, all the other great shows on WKXL, including Jane's Artful Living program.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, you'll be able to uh, check out all those uh, episodes. You know, you could do a, a WKXL marathon if, you, if you so desire. <laughs> you could listen to it hours on end, folks. So great programming from this radio station. We'll take a break and we shall return. Maybe we'll lighten it up a little bit. You know, I mean, it's very depressing. what We've been <laughs> talking about o- over the last, what, uh, 40 minutes or I so. I know, I know. So, uh, you know, we will try to cheer you up a little bit if we can. After these words on WKXL and uh, nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It is In Touch with Cale and Cormier. Ken Cale, Jane Cormier here, wondering where our next tank of gas is coming from and uh, if we're going to have to uh, take out a second mortgage yes. to, to uh, fill, our fill our tanks. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, we, we have seen, uh, I, I remember a number of years ago, uh, when we did see in this state uh, gas at over $4 a yeah. gallon a number of years ago.
1: It's like four is the number where everybody
0: starts is, to panic. That's right. That's starts it. to that's, panic. That's the breaking yeah. point. Yeah. Do you know where did I see a gas pump? They showed on, on the news the other night uh, gas prices in California, which now I <sighs> believe are exceeding $6 in some areas.
1: My God.
0: Yeah. I I think the gas prices in California are up there already. I mean, they're up here enough. Wow. The gas prices in California, Central California. All right, let me just see where they are here. This is in San Jose, Central California. All right. So I was a little off. Uh, This was uh, was just put up uh, as we record this on February 22nd, which is uh, National Margarita Day, by the way.
2: Oh, oh my gosh.
0: I know you're not listening to this on the 22nd, but... Next pretend. Next February 22nd. <laughs> you'll notice circular calendar for National Margarita Day. Yeah. Uh, so for uh regular unleaded in San Jose, California, as of uh February 22nd, it was five dollars and nineteen cents. Crazy. Yeah. In San well, Jose.
1: Maybe that that's what has to happen before we actually figure it out, right? Before we figure out that when we support leftist policies, that's what we get.
0: Exactly. That's what you get. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, I believe that's one of the first things that Joe Biden did in office was shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. Uh, I think on January 20th he did that of uh, 2021. So, yeah, Uh, why he did it, uh, well, he just is a puppet of the extreme left in this country. And uh, no other explanation than that. And just think of, uh, you know, not only the, you know, the natural resources that it cost us, but think of the jobs. I think uh, immediately 11,000 jobs Mm -hmm. were lost as a result of that. So, I mean, it uh, it impacted so many people and also, uh, you know, made Canada an enemy of ours because Mm. uh, it cost them as well.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So there's only one reason for it. And that was to, you know, just uh, acquiesce to the uh, far left agenda of uh, AOC, the squad, uh, so many other Democrats as well. Uh, and uh, look yeah, where we, we are. are now. Look right. where we are now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how would you like to uh, turn this around, Jane? And, uh, you know. Give, you mean the depressing give, topic? Yes, right. Is there, is there <laughs> something that you can think of? That is, uh, you know, exciting. I'll tell you what is underway right now uh, in Concord. Oh. And that is the Walker Lecture Series. Yes. And uh, they already had their first uh, show on the 23rd uh, with Busker's Night in with the great uh, Jordan Tyrrell Wysocki, who's the best fiddler anywhere. Wow. Uh, and they already had that show.
1: That was in January?
0: Uh, and, no, it was in February, February 23rd. Uh, I know we're recording this on the 22nd, but ah, you know people okay. won't won't hear this probably until July I gotcha, sometime. Gotcha.
1: Don't so, say uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh,
0: busker's night in, and I know it was a rousing success because everywhere Jordan White hockey goes, it's always a great time. That's cool. So the next one up, and uh, maybe you'll be able to catch this one. Maybe this will make it to the air on time. For you to see, doo wop with the Rockin' Daddios!
1: Oh my goodness! Yes, that's awesome! City
0: Auditorium, Two Prince Street, in downtown Concord. And the great part about it is, it is all free of charge. Isn't that something great? All free of charge by a grant left many, many years ago. Since 1896, 1896. Wow, really?
1: I didn't know it went back that far. This
0: series has been going on. Oh
1: my goodness! Yeah.
0: So they have a great lineup, the doo-wop with the uh, rockin' daddios on the 2nd of March, Mm -hmm. Wednesday night. Most of these, in fact, all of these are Wednesdays. So I won't even bother saying Wednesday anymore. Right. Uh, They have on, this is right up your alley, Jane, Ah. on uh, the 16th of, uh, it's not opera, Uh, March 16th, they have Artful Noise, a string quartet. Oh, cool. Yeah, Artful Noise. Oh, I love
1: that name.
0: It's almost like Artful Living. (laughs)
1: Almost. Very good. Uh,
0: and then uh, they have, uh, you know, things like uh, travel logs. They have one from uh, Central and South America. Mm-hmm. Another one from uh, Japan, Land of the Rising Sun. So, they, they, you know, it's a variety of things in this lecture series. They have on April 6th, Counterfeit Cash, which is a tribute to Johnny Cash.
1: Oh, how cool. Yeah. Really? That'll go over big. Yeah. That'll be a big hit.
0: They're going to have uh, a silent movie. Mm. The Art of Silent Film Comedy, Patrick Anderson, who I'm told is uh, an expert in the field of uh, silent film. Mm -hmm. He is going to be there on Wednesday, the 13th of April. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday, the 20th of April, it's an evening of a cappella.
1: Wow. A cappella the group?
0: No. uh, Or just a cappella? Just a cappella singing. I think there are two groups involved, as I recall.
1: Okay, cool.
0: And I talked to John Kelly, who uh, uh, does... uh, You know, the uh, promotion for the Walker Lecture Series. And uh, I think there are two groups involved. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, the final show is May 11th. And that's called the Introduction Band. Hmm. And they are a a Chicago tribute band. Nice. Chicago, the group, yes.
1: So this is all free. All free. Hey. If it's free, it's me.
0: (laughs) And it's all all at the uh, city auditorium.
1: And they could find this information where online
0: WalkerLecture.org. org. There you go. WalkerLecture.org. That's great. Yeah, it is great, yeah. and uh, and it's it's you know with the money they put into it. In uh, I, I think the the initial grant was uh, uh, in eighteen ninety one, and I forget what they said it was maybe. Fifteen thousand dollars or something like that, which at that time was That's probably a, money, a fortune yeah. Yeah. in 1891, and their first performances with that grant was in 1896. Wow! And they've been able to sustain it. Yeah. To now and
1: probably invest and yeah. you know, make it roll over.
0: Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So all shows are free, and just you have to get there. And I think the doors open uh, maybe an hour ahead of time, mm-hmm. as I recall. But the best thing to do, as Jane suggested, was go online for more information at walkerlecture.org. Awesome. We have to take one more break here on uh, In Touch with Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It is in touch. Kale and Cormier with you. Ken, Kale, Jane Cormier heading down the home stretch uh-huh. of this program, which has, you know, been more depressing than most of our shows.
1: Well, informative. Yeah. informative, informative, informative. There you go.
0: Yes. And if you're informative these days, it's depressing. <laughs> uh, if, if you're talking about our, you know, world situation, and right? The, uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine and what impact it's going to have yeah. on us. It's coming. And and not only that, the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. For that matter, many countries are very much reliant on Russian oil.
1: Yep, absolutely. Many
0: countries in Europe. Especially us. Are reliant, and we're chief among them. Mm. Uh, So, at any rate, there's a great thing. I don't know if you've ever been there, Jane, and I must say, uh, I have not. I've been by it thousands, literally thousands of times. Mm. And uh, the show... Sunday morning, which Jane Pauly hosts on CBS, which I I find the only CBS program I can tolerate, is uh, Sunday morning with Jane Pauly. They do a lot of good features on that. Uh, They did a feature this past Sunday morning on the Pierce Mance, the Franklin Pierce Mansion in Concord.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. How many times I've gone by there and not gone in, yeah?
0: I think, you know, probably most people listening are in the same boat. Isn't
1: that funny? Yeah, Yeah. you're right.
0: And uh, really, and uh, it's, it's right now, technically, it's closed to the public because I tell you what I did. After I saw that, I got right in my car and drove. You did? I mean, it took me five minutes to get there. Wow. Five minutes. Flat. And so I went in. There was a bus parked outside with New York plates on it. Really? A bus. And uh, it's technically closed right now, but you can call. And I don't have the number, unfortunately, but you can look it up. The Pierce Mance. And, uh, you know, it's, it's right off Button Street yeah. in, in Concord in the North State Street area.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can make an appointment. To have a private tour arranged if you do it three days in advance. Oh, my
1: gosh. Really? Yeah. How cool is that?
0: But if you wait, uh, and I think the private tour is like $15 per person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, normally the prices are like $7 for adults, Yeah. 6 for senior citizens, and uh, children are probably free or close to it, whatever it might be. But uh, I think it would be a, a great experience for a lot of people in the Concord area yeah. who have never even thought about it
1: crazy, isn't it, it?
0: Yeah. It's true. And it's right in our own backyard. Right. Yeah. We, we sometimes uh, overlook many of the uh, great attractions that are in our own backyard. I think that's true. Well, Jane, once again, a pleasure to be with you as always. Same here. Maybe we've shed some light on things for people, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is our purpose here on In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Thank you very much for joining us on WKXL and NHtalkradio.com.